with everyone now safely inside the university at Mainstay. Luna, Cad, Rolandir, Mick, and Val are reunited, while Brynir, Vamok, and Bartholomew have just bested an ancient presence serving as guardian of these deeper halls. They are now free to roam. Bartholomew just turned to his two companions. Now, while we dealt very handily with that gentleman, I understand that resisting his temptations must have been hard for y'all, but I myself found it an easy thing to take care of. Now, what we need to do, I think, is find ourselves this teleportation circle. And uh, Sans, their greatest guardian, uh, I can't imagine it should be too hard. I, I vote this way, and he just points in a random direction. Brynir's virtue isn't restraint anymore, is it? It is. Okay, then I'll award Brynir a point of inspiration for his deeds in the last episode. Woo-hoo! That was good there, Seth. I enjoyed that. I felt like that was a really great triumph for Brynir. Made me sad to hear Franz's voice again. I know, me too. It wasn't like his best friend that he murdered and everything that got him. It was a Fron. He had, uh, he's already dealt with that. He drank himself almost to death. <laughs> And uh, he dealt with it. Well, yeah, he dealt with it after he quote unquote <laughs> dealt with it. <laughs> and alcoholism. Well, he didn't get over it until he met you guys, in which he decided to get his act together. Oh, yeah. Oh. When he was with Afron and Mick yeah. Yeah. in the Sulisal estate, just chilling. Anyway, that was a good time. Okay. Vamak getting up off the floor and just kind of dusting himself off. He's going to take a deep breath in. And then he's going to cast Detect Magic and try to see if he can uh, sense if there's any concentration of intent, knowing that a teleportation circle would have certain runes and stuff for specific purposes. So hoping that he might be able to get kind of a direction off of that. Though it's only a presence of 30 feet, there is a pretty steady concentration all around you, just like of residual magic that is in these halls but there is a more concentrated presence in the hallway that Bartholomew happened to point down that is an excellent choice Bartholomew I believe we should go down that pathway you say there were temptations I did not hear anything nor see anything one of the few benefits of being (laughs) blind (laughs) Well, I guess it must have been myself and good old Brynir then really managed to hold our cool and keep our minds clear. We're walking and talking, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to cover up for my possible accidental slip of a very important piece of character backstory. Yes, Barthy. It was both of us, wasn't it, who held out, steeled our mind. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it was a trial, I must say. Makes you talk all sort of gibberish. But uh, after losing myself for a short moment, I, I really pulled myself together and kept it strong. I, I was honestly inspired by your example. I tried to keep my inspiration low because I didn't want him to feed off of it. But just seeing you like a stone, almost asleep, one might say, it, it really brought me to a, a curious, curious understanding. So you said you didn't hear nothing at all there, Vamak, did you? Very, very interesting. No, it was a product of the spell I cast upon myself to prevent me from, well, to help prevent me from potentially feeling frustration while I meditated. 
Very wise, sir. Very wise indeed. I believe that you made the correct choice. If I, if I knew such a spell, I might have done the same. I should have done like this old man, a dwarf of legend, did. When passing through the darkest tunnels, he filled his ears with beeswax. And that really helped him avoid the temptations of the, uh... Well, it's, it's a strange story. I'll have to tell you at some other point. It's, it's, a, it's a strange story, but if I had some beeswax, I would have taken... Actually, do have some beeswax. Should have used that. Was his name... Odysseus Iron Man or some generic uh, <laughs> No, no, no. I believe his name was actually uh, Brodysseus Iron Man. But I, I'm surprised. You, do you know the story? Brodysseus. That is very fascinating, Bartholomew. We are getting close. I can feel the energy radiating getting stronger. That you do. And with this active effect of detect magic ongoing you are able to guide the group down hallways and staircases, past rooms that are locked that have these great concentrations of magic in very small packages, artifacts or weapons, or who knows what are behind these sealed doors. That you can almost feel being drawn to as you go deeper and deeper and further and further, until finally you enter a chamber not unlike the one that was constructed under the inn. A long staircase winds around the perimeter of this circular chamber, finally coming down on the opposite side, where in the middle is a large collection of rune-inscribed standing stones and an altar. It would appear that we have found what we came for. I can only sense so much of these runes. I need a more direct view of the scene. And Vamak will cast uh, Arcane Eye with another one of his Eldritch invocations, which uh, will allow him to see, I think for like an hour or something. And he's going to use the eye to just kind of float around the rune, take note of some of the different runes, tries to see if he can recognize any of them, but nobody here reads human runes. But he will take a good close look at the altar, see if there's anything there. Was there an altar in the teleportation circle under the inn? Yes. And this one is very similarly constructed and inscribed. And that one, you do know, you know that teleportation circles are either attuned to a specific location or just to increase the you know, reserves of energy. That one, obviously, that you used at the end was one that had reserves of energy since it didn't always go back and forth to the same place. Luna would use it to transport you many various places. And this one seems to be similarly inscribed. So it's a safe assumption that it is attuned to energy rather than a specific location. This is a question about Bartholomew. When the being took that memory, did it remove it from Bartholomew, or is it still there and he just like partook and kind of went on his way? I was going to say it removed it, but then you told me what it was, <laughs> and I don't know if that should be removed. Okay, in the case that it's not removed, because that feels like that's what's going to happen. Upon arriving, it's been a while. Bartholomew has been talking compulsively since they left. Like, he went on this whole tangent about Brodysseus. And during this tangent, he's he's been talking about He finally gets there. He sees all this stuff. He sees that both, I guess, he sees that Vamak is interested. Renier, are you also interested 
and what's going on. I mean, he thinks that it's cool, but he has absolutely no idea what the heck it is. I guess, I mean, are you investigating? Because if they are investigating, both of them. He'll look around the room because he has nothing better to do. Bartholomew's going to pretend to investigate his way around a rock and then kind of collapse down, um, hyperventilating as he sort of deals with something that has been kind of repressed for about, I don't know, 15 years. It would appear that we are in luck. This teleportation circle should provide us with enough energy to get where we need to go. It needs only direction. However, it is down here, and everyone else is not. Ryan, is there any, like, rooms past this? Does it continue to go down, or...? No, this is the terminus of your path. Okay. Can you get a message to the others? I could try, but there is no guarantee of success. Does anyone here have something to write with? Bartholomew walks out from behind the stone there, and he looks honestly the same as you guys saw him. He definitely doesn't look like somebody who's had a breakdown. Uh, He quickly wipes his mouth off from something and uh, walks up and says, Yeah, you know, I always keep a couple of notebooks with me. I've always deeply believed that it's necessary for a man to be prepared for anything. A dwarf like myself knows that writing down something could be the difference between life and death. So here you go. Vamak will take the notebook and whatever writing utensil, and he's going to spend as long as it takes to meticulously copy down the runes and how they're laid out, trying to get the complete picture as exactly as possible down on paper, so that if needs be, he could potentially try to replicate it. That will take the course of an hour. All right, he's fine doing that. While uh, Vamak is taking account of these runes, Rinier actually pulls Barty aside. Barty, I must ask, why are you with our group? I mean, I told you, I'm trying to find to get some money ready. I have to go look for my son. Your son is dead, Barty. I heard <laughs> you. I, I don't know where you heard that, but uh, my son is not dead. I've I've been looking him here. I've been looking for him here for over 20 years, Barty. 15 Look, now, 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 look, Rainier, I respect you as a person. I truly I do. respect I you, just- and that's why I have not told this to Vamak. Why I will not tell the others. I, I don't I don't know what you want me to say. Look. I want you to tell to me. The best of my are you here to harm anyone? It is my duty to protect the Godborn. And if you are here under false pretenses, it will not work. So so Barty, who is significantly shorter than Brynir. Like this cannot be exaggerated. He's so much shorter that he would try to grab your face and make you look at him, but his arms are not long enough. So he's, he's, he's like, he's got his hands on like probably mid chest level, really great grabbing the, the pecs, get a firm, <laughs> firm grip. And he says, oh now look, and I'm going to tell you this honestly, and you can look in my eyes and you tell me if I'm lying. You're a smart man. You're a man of intelligence and you're a man of intuition. I have been here for 20 years looking for my son. The last time I even got close was 15 years ago. But he got away, he was taken from me, and I'm continuing to search for him. I ran out of money, and I needed a place where I could find some money from people who would not consider me strange. And Marty. hearing some interesting things about you folks, 
made me believe that Barty, maybe you would. I heard you. And if you continue to wish to keep it a secret, that is up to you. But if you do not tell me of the implications that this can have for our group, then I will have to tell the others. Well, then I've got a couple of questions for Ryan, which doesn't really matter to the grand scheme of things if anyone else hears. So, first off, supposing there is a spell that makes someone tell the truth. The zone of truth! And supposing that someone did or did not drink a modify memory potion spell at the highest level possible. In this case, if zone of truth were used, would it speak the truth as it is recalled by the person? Only a remove curse or a greater restoration can restore a true memory. Cool. In that case, now, Brunier, look, I understand what you, you're thinking. I, honestly, I don't understand. I don't know why this is that big of a deal. But I'll tell you the truth. And this is the truth as I know it. Swearing on the holy bibble from the dwarves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's very unchristian of you. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> that is so funny. So, I I promise you, and I'm willing to do this under any sort of magical compulsion that you can think of, that I am here trying to find my son, and I got roped into your little rodeo, and honestly, I'm joining the ride. It's been the most fun I've had in years. It's been heroin, being alone, <laughs> being... oh. Heroin. heroin. Yeah. I heard heroin. It's heroin. I also well, dealt he, with my said, problems. Because <laughs> he, he said, it's been invigorating me with you all. It's been heroin. <laughs> Straight into the veins. <laughs> heroin trying to overcome my solitude. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, there will come a moment we'll have to part, but I need some reinforcement. I need to recharge my batteries before I continue. It's such a heavy and long journey searching for my boy that I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm capable of doing it without a little help and without y'all being being close to me. I mean, I wouldn't ask you to come with me. I understand it's a personal journey, but I, I do need to know. You know, I do need uh, companionship at times. And you all, you are, you're some of the best companions I can hope for. Honest. Helpful. I feel like you're on a righteous journey. Uh, that's why I'm here, Brynir. It's uh, That's it. Barty, I hope you know that you are my friend. And it's a joy having you. Reminds me of better times. But I do think there is something amiss. Everything that I heard was real. They were memories. And if you are speaking the truth, you do not have all of yours. I'll keep this to myself for now. Let's go see what the Vamak is doing. By this point in time, Vamak has finished his inscriptions and has a better grasp on the workings of the circle. Cool. Vamak's going to try something uh, without asking for permission. <laughs> Vamak is first going to try to use intent to take a chunk of stone out of the wall. That's a 60 on the D100 and a 27 on the D20. You succeed. Nice. Okay, now comes the tricky part. Once more, using intent. Vamak is going to try to shape this chunk of rock that he got out of the wall into a scale replica 
of this teleportation circle. Runes included? Runes included. Okay. He's just he's just going to try it. It's a 69 on the D100 and a 24 on the D20. You succeed. Nice. Well then, Vamok will take that, carefully stow it in his pack for future use, should he need it. And then he says to everyone, All right, I have studied all that I need to do. We can use the teleportation circle to get out of here. I have enough information that we should be able to replicate this at any point. I believe it best if we return to the others. Was there a specific place that we decided to meet at? Well, I can't imagine they've managed to get Luna and Cad into the university yet, so why don't we just go back to that square where we were going to wait for them? Wait a moment. Vamak, can you not use the circle to bring the others to us? Perhaps that is possible. But, in my limited understanding of these runes, they were created to send those who stand within the circle to another place. I suppose in the same way that Luna brought us back from the Aspects realms, this could be used in a similar way. But I do not know where they are. We would need a connection with them first. Well, Vamok has zero spells that could... Oh, wait. Hot diggity dog. Oh, yeah, baby. Vamok will send a message to Val. We have found the teleportation circle. Where are you now? We can bring you to us. At this point, are we in the other part of the archive? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you all have just either been waiting or exploring for this time. Okay. We have entered a new part of the archive further up in the university. How can we get to you? I could try to use the circle to bring you to us. Or we could come to you. I have a replica. Which would you like to try first? It would be easiest to teleport out to a place that I know. I have not seen where you are. It could be bad. Let me discuss with the others and I will be in contact with you again. Um, I will relay everything that Vamak told me to everyone else who's with me. If we found this circle, then we have no need of being in the university anymore, correct? What do you mean, Val? Vamak has found the teleportation circle. That is why we entered the university to find weapons and to find the teleportation circle. Do we need to stay here? We need to get to the teleportation circle. Technically, that's still within the university. Are we planning on going to kill aspects right now? I mean, that was the intended purpose behind finding the circle. And do we really think that we're prepared for that? Couldn't say. Rolando just kind of shrugs. If we know where it is, if I can study it, Vermark has made a replica, I can teleport us to that circle without error. Well, it seems our timetable has changed. Seems that we're no longer on a deadline. Here, of course, we had to do it in a limited amount of time, but now that we have the circle, what's the point? And that would give us more time for you to carry out this task for Yakuda, perhaps giving us at least a slight advantage over Mirlag. 
I think we will need every advantage we can get. I don't even know that I would call them advantages as much as a small stone on our side of the scale that doesn't tip it hardly at all. So then, what's our plan? We move to them in the depths of these archives and such? Or we meet them somewhere else? The Mark can get them out, but he does not know where we are, so he can travel somewhere that he has been before. Um, I do think that our former contact, uh, Lord Dekis, has been compromised by the false identity of Sero now. So I don't know that we will want to stay with him necessarily, but we could go off the radar again as far as intent is concerned. It didn't make things easier, that's for sure. It wouldn't be my first choice. Well, it is go off the radar, intentless in the city, or brave the unknown depths of this archive for however long until we feel we are ready. And I cannot complete my task in the archives. Then again, you said it yourself, Val. This weapon could merely be a pebble on the scales to tip in our favor. What's preventing us from just going now without it? It doesn't make that much difference. You are God-born, yes? Yes. If your God gave you a task, would you not do everything in your power to complete it? Well, I think that if something were directly in front of us, which was also a task given me, this killing Miralag is in line with what Sindur has instructed me to do. So I don't see why we can't take care of that first and then return to take care of this man that Yakuda has tasked you with. Now, I, I do not mean to say we can't do it in the reverse order, but it just seems if it's not going to grant us that great an advantage, why not strike now? Well, Rolandia, let's not be too hasty. I mean, think of it. We just got our weapons. Some of us are more attuned to them than others. I think that at least give us a day. Do we have a day? I think that's probably best, actually. <sighs> Rushing into things has only brought us trouble and hardship thus far. See if you and Vamak can agree on a common place that is hopefully outside of the Magister's eye, and we'll go and wait there. As long as you are sure, you can guarantee we can come back to this circle. I can teleport to a circle if I know it. All right. Then let him know. The only thing is, if once we move outside the university, if we use intent, they can track it. So even the act of moving back inside the university, they'll know something was amiss. They already know something is amiss, unfortunately. I told you that. They know that I'm kin. There's magisters everywhere. An advantage is an advantage. At the very least, if they are tracking intent and we are teleporting into the university... We will be very quickly teleporting out of the university. Yes? With any luck? Uh, would Luna need to stay behind as she has in the past? Yes, I would. And we would have to be quick. Or set up some sort of barrier, defense, to give her time as the magisters attempt to come in. We, we could do that as well, but it's all just a, a matter of time. I cannot maintain a link between where the aspect is located and us for very long. Though it is still this world, it is protected by its own barriers and wards. And the more time it takes for you to kill it, the more time I have to hold that open. 
And the more time we spend protecting the circle, the less time we have for that. One way or another, we're exposed. Luna, do you think we can fight this aspect now and then? She doesn't answer you. The way I see it, we have three godborn among us. Myself, you, Val, and Vamak. My vote is still either way. I. And he kind of bites his lip for a minute. You're forgetting a damn powerful kin along your side as well. <laughs> well Kel Ace's dead, cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, at this, Rolander actually says, Cad, if we are to do this here in this circle, perhaps it would be best if you were to stay behind with Luna. If that were the case, then you most certainly need a gift from an ethereal. All right. And that's that. My vote is we wait. Val will look around the rest of the party to make sure that they feel the same way. General acceptance and discontent, but yeah. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Compromise. Gotta love it. You're yeah, you're 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 like you're really in between a rock and a hard place. So Val will cast sending to Vamok and say We can meet you wherever you like, where would you like to teleport to? You still do have a camp outside of Mainstay. But on the other hand, you also still have a scroll of evidence to complete your task with Lord Decus. Yes. And a big A chest of money. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we should probably go get our money. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Are we remaining inside the university? I think outside would be best. If we could stop by Lord Decus's, that would not be... I would not oppose that. Very well. Then we shall meet you outside... Lord Dacus's escape. Estate. <laughs> Freudian slip there. His escape. You appear in a small tunnel, underground railroad style, beneath Lord Dacus's estate. A wooden hatch flapping down above your head is... No. Vamok uh, motions for everybody to get inside the circle. And then channeling intent into the teleportation circle, he brings up the most vivid image he can of somewhere on Lord Dacus's estate, which is the dining room where he had Vakos on his lap, just like looking at everybody. <laughs> and he just thinks to himself that it'll have to do. <laughs> okay. Roll for intent. And while Noah's doing that, Laurel... Is Val going to be teleporting everyone? Um, I think that needs to be a group decision because that will. Here, well, I guess here's an arc an arcana question: Will the teleport ping both its landing destination and its taking off destination? You don't know. Wait a sec. What? We could just walk out of here. Wait, where? We could just go back the way we came. I mean, not with the SS marching around. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? The Gestapo have made a have made a mockery of this campus. Okie dokie. That is a twenty on the D twenty and a thirty-two on the D one hundred. Alright. To the other group. Oh, that's not good. Do we want to teleport out of here or do we want to just leave? Well, based on what you said, I don't think it's possible to just stroll out. Yes, unless you plan on being detained by the Magisters for who knows how 
knows how long. I'd recommend we teleport out. Y yes, it will most likely alert them, but as you said, they already know something's amiss, so... If all we're doing is making a pit stop at Lord Dacus's to drop off whatever you found, then we can quickly work our way out of the city from there. Yes. I would like to try not to compromise Lord Dacus quite so much. Could I teleport instead to the, like, square where we... Oh, wait, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> a very public place <laughs> in the middle of the day. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> moron. It's actually the evening right now, so... It's like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Okay, still. Um, I will go to that inn where we... That's that room where our money used to be. I think it's still booked. <laughs> well, I mean, if there's, like, one person in there, that's way better than... 50 in a square that's fine that's a that's a that's a location that is a location you're correct <laughs> i will do that i'm just waiting for the seeming on brinier to wear off and then you'll just see brinier shirtless because he definitely ripped off the shirt earlier oh, yeah i remember that <laughs> <laughs> so when barty was like hey <laughs> will you be casting teleport or will you be using intent i'm gonna cast teleport which is still using intent, but it's like a, you know. The Elvaret spells intent. are much more honed. The bastardized intent. <laughs> hey, man, it's what I've been doing my whole life. I'm good at it, okay? I'm just a nerd wizard that even nerds don't like. <laughs> yeah. You're like Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. And they're like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> uh, Luna, Cad, Rolandier, Mick, and Val disappear with a snap and then reappear in a small room in a lavish tavern. The room is unattended. There's no one there. There's no lights. Just the fading sun from outside. Let us go out the windows and, and make our way to Lodakis' house very quickly. All right. You just had to go and book us a floor on the second story, didn't you? <laughs> I did not choose this room. This room was given to me. And Rolandier spryly hops out the window. In full plate. <laughs> of a second story building. Dead twist his ankle again. <laughs> <laughs> roll everyone roll acrobatics if you don't want to break your legs you betcha you know what I do when I break my legs so I'm just gonna jump Luna and Kat are fine 16 for Rolandier Rolandier's fine Calc 20 that's a 24 for Mick everyone survives we die falling out of a window <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how we get killed you defeat almost all of the aspects of evil demigods and then you die from a two-story window fall. <laughs> <laughs> snap our necks <laughs> so you are in the upper mains already so lord dacus's estate isn't too far off and seeing as you're familiar with the area you can work your way there in less than an hour okay i'm going to dismiss seeming because i i'm pretty sure i'm wearing my valentine disguise underneath that and as we're underway rolandier is keeping a sharp eye out for any suspicious uh, magister activity. Rewinding a little bit uh, for as you will spend the next 30 minutes or so walking as Bartholomew, Brynir, and Vamok transplant themselves into the dining room. They appear with the force of a sonic boom kind oh, of in the no. middle of the table as it rends apart the hall oh. and <laughs> blows everything in there cabinetry, <laughs> tables, chairs to pieces. Oh my gosh! As a chandelier <laughs> smashes down 
between the three of them, shattering into a thousand pieces as glass rains from any armoire or display case or otherwise decoration that was in the hall previous to your arrival. Do you wait, think wait. they noticed? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Vamak. And at that moment, you see Brynir's seeming shirt disappear, and he's just shirtless. <laughs> yes! I imagine it sort of, like, sparkle dissolves. <laughs> was that you too? That was quite unexpected. But given as it was my first time attempting something, it could have gone quite a lot worse. Gods and truths above! The steward yells from an upper balcony overlooking the hall. He seems to have been present in the room during the blast. (laughs) His well-put-together suit is kind of tattered, and his hair, which is usually a slick comb-over, is now just, like, standing straight up. (laughs) (laughs) Rainier looks to him and says, Magisters, what can we say? (laughs) (laughs) 